0: We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans or if you're past due and you need help, You must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the student loan hotline right now. 800-949-8707, 800-949-8707, 800-949-8707, 800-949-8707.
1: Welcome to the show, Uh, 5th Street Soccer here on uh, Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. I'm Nick Eber. It's a great pleasure to be with you today. And if you're listening on one of the many affiliate stations of uh, Sports Byline USA or SB Nation Radio, uh, I certainly hope you uh, are tuning in every Friday for the best in global soccer. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform listening around the world on American Forces. It is terrific to be with you. Uh, We have a great show to get to today. Of course, all the shows that I'm on are great, let's be honest. But today, uh be joined by Nick Webster in just a few minutes, my co-host. Of course, this is the preview show of the Champions League final, which is happening tomorrow morning uh, at noon. Well, I suppose that's the afternoon, actually. Noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern time. It is Liverpool-Real Madrid uh, in Kiev for the Champions League final. It is going to be a cracker of a match. I think there is no doubt that you're looking at currently uh the two best teams in Europe certainly in European football in terms of the Champions League because they made it to the finals so that's sort of an obvious statement uh but two of the six of the most prolific attacking players in the game Liverpool's front three of Salah um uh Mohamed Salah uh, I- I- alone is breaking all the scoring records uh but it's incredible it's um Uh, it's really unbelievable when you look at the amount of uh, firepower on display right now in the Champions League and in the Champions League final. If you look at the tally of goals for Mane, Firmino and Salah, uh, it's more than some of the teams that Champions League scored their entire outing. And of the 40-plus goals that Liverpool have scored, the 30 of them have come from these front three. So it's going to be a lot of attacking prowess on display uh, with Liverpool. We're going to talk about Real Madrid. Obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo is always exciting. We're going to talk about that. How is Madrid going to contain Liverpool's attack? How is Liverpool going to be able to contain the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo, Gareth Bale? Isco. The list goes on. Great discussion we're going to have today. Great show. This is Fist Street Soccer on Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio. If you'd like, you can find us on Twitter, at Fifth Street Sports, and uh, Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. All right, uh, I'm going to step aside, take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. Be joined by my co-host, Nick Webster, and we're going to show you the best values and our predictions for the
0: Champions League final. This year, Aaron's Memorial Day Holiday Weekend Event is going to be more memorable than ever because just $5 gets you started leasing to own furniture, electronics, and appliances. And as always, there's no credit needed and free delivery and setup. Participating Aaron's stores are open on Memorial Day. Don't miss it. Just $5 gets you started when you shop in-store or online from May 25th through the 28th during Aaron's Memorial Day Holiday Weekend Event. Transaction advertised is a rental purchase agreement. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey guys
2: and gals, Scott Turnage here, the old G3 Sportsman. You know we're awfully proud to have G3 Boats, the official boat sponsor for the Outdoor Guys radio show. From time to time, Ken will be talking with our G3 Sportsman field staff for the best fishing tips and where they're biting across the country. And just a heads up, G3 is still offering a $1,000 military appreciation discount off all our packaged boats in addition to any other rebates. Hey, join the G3 life at G3Boats.com.
3: Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531
1: Welcome back to the show, Fist Street Soccer Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio. Nick Gieber with you. Uh, always a pleasure. By the way, we're with you every Friday. Every Friday. That means not every Friday, you know. So make sure when Friday rolls around, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, you're, you're tuning in. Because we're going to give you the best of football, global football we're talking about. Not the oblong ball with the guys that are kneeling and not standing and all the rest of that. Nonsense. We're talking about the global game and of course we have a small event getting ready to start up called the World Cup and Nick Webster and I will be getting into great detail on the World Cup, showing you where the picks and the values are and giving you our predictions and our analysis. Uh, so let's welcome to the show my co-host Nick Webster. Hello Nick.
4: Godfodown you Nick. Privyet. I'm practicing my Russian already.
1: Yeah, vodka, vodka, lots of vodka.
4: I, I, I am marching with the Reds.
1: Yes, so we've got a big match coming up, Nick Webster. Uh, big match. Champions League final. Fascinating match. Before we get to the odds and the values, we're going to get to that, by the way, courtesy of BetAnySports.eu. I want to talk a little bit about some of the strategy behind this match and, and, and why I think this is such a fascinating matchup. Because, in my opinion, Nick, You've got the blazing speed and pressure of Liverpool. Jürgen Klopp's heavy metal football, as he likes to play it, up against a bunch of fairly wily veterans, highly skilled, possession football team with Real Madrid. Maybe a little step slower. Maybe they're going to have trouble with Liverpool's speed. On the other hand... Maybe they throw in a speedmonger themselves like uh, Gareth Bale and start to create havoc with Liverpool's back but create themselves open for the counter attack. Nick, it's a fascinating matchup to see how Zidane and Klopp handle their teams in terms of the final lineup.
4: Yeah, I think it really is one for the purists. And as you rightly noted, Liverpool have so much pace in the team. That front three, we like to call them the Red Arrows, Mane, Salah, Firmino, I mean, they really are a handful. But as you rightly noted as well, Real Madrid, perhaps the most experienced veteran club team
5: in all of world
4: football, not just European football, and this is a team that seriously knows how to win this Champions League. I mean, three times in the last four years is a testament to perhaps them being one of the greatest teams ever. They don't do it with uh, a great deal of flair or uh, excitement, although some of their games are uh, pretty much heart attacks for the, the watching fans but they just know how to win. And in Zetardine Zidane, I believe they have a very lucky manager who has been there, done that, and can settle his players in the big moments. So it it really is a a complete toss-up. I know the bookies have got uh, Real Madrid a slight favourite, but uh, my my heart really says Liverpool, my head kind of says Madrid.
1: I'm with you on that, Nick. Uh, Currently, Liverpool... Uh, to outright win the Champions League are uh, plus 135, and Madrid are minus 155. So it really it is, is at a razor's edge here. I want to talk a little bit about the strategy, Nick. I, I um, touched on this in my introduction to you. Look, Liverpool, because of injuries, because they don't have a squad nearly as deep as Real Madrid, it's fairly obvious how they're going to play. It's going to be, you know, the, the red arrows, Mane Firmino, Salah up front. Wijnaldum, Henderson, Milner in the middle, and then Robertson, Van Dijk, Lovren, and Alexander-Arnold in the back. I, I think we can pencil that one in pretty much as it, as it sits today. But then the question is, how does Zidane play? Does he play a 4-4-2 with Ronaldo and Benzema up, up top? Or does he go for a uh, a, slightly different, uh, uh, a slightly different formation with Isco, Cruz, Casimiro, Modric, Vasquez, and then Ronaldo up top by himself? How do you see uh, Zidane playing this?
4: Well, I think what Zidane's most uh, keenly aware of is the fact that Liverpool have these spells. And when they decide to put their foot down and flick the switch, I don't care who Liverpool are playing. They are going to destroy anybody. And we've seen that against Manchester City, obviously one of the the better club teams in world football. So I think Zidane's going to be very aware that Liverpool have this just a unique knack to turn the game, as you mentioned, into a heavy metal rock fest and play at 100 miles an hour. So I think he's going to be a little bit on the conservative side. I wouldn't be surprised to see Ronaldo up front on his own. A five-man midfield, a Visco, Cruz, Casanero, Modric and Vasquez and the back line, which as you mentioned, is a little long in the tooth. Marcelo and Ramos both on the wrong side of 30, Varane Mm. and Carvajal. Um, And so I think if he can deny Liverpool that exhilarating momentum that they like to create, uh, he'll be very happy, and then he'll look to change things towards the second half.
1: Well, Nick, it's interesting that you talk about that formation, because I do also think that's the one he's going to go with, because at the end of the day, I think Zidane's a little bit conservative. I think the weak spot is also one of the great strengths of Real Madrid. And I'm not talking about Ronaldo. I'm talking about Marcelo, who's probably... You know, he is a uh, an attacking left-back uh, with the best of the Brazilian players ever to play out of that position. But the question is, he does tend to leave himself open defensively as he drives forward, and that, of course, is the side that Salah likes to poach at.
4: Yeah, many pundits have actually pinpointed that as maybe one of the key areas of the game. And I would imagine that Marcelo is going to display uh, a fair amount of discipline but you could also look at the fullbacks of Liverpool and say, hey, perhaps this is the area where Real Madrid is going to have the most success. You know, Robertson really likes to bomb forward. And young Arnold, 19 years of age, playing in a Champions League final. How on earth is he going to react to the occasion? So I would imagine that, that Real Madrid are going to pinpoint those two areas yep. to really try and test the young Liverpool players. Well, so I think course, it will be a battle of fullbacks, to be honest with
1: you. Yeah, you're probably right. And that's going to put a lot of pressure on Van Dijk and Lovren in the middle to really show their experience and their poise and not to get drawn out of position too badly. Uh, it, is, it is, Nick, it is really a chess game. And as you mentioned, this is really one for the purists. But I do think, however, it's going to be an exciting game. I'm not sure, Nick, that it's going to be a massive goal fest. Oh, we're going to talk a little bit about that in the next segment of the show. Uh, but you did touch on a player that I want to talk about briefly, Nick. Uh, you talked about Trent Alexander Arnold, who's, well, all of 19 years old, right?
4: Yeah, just a, just a babe.
1: Big match coming up, Champions League final, then he's gonna have literally five or six days of rest, then he's on the plane to Russia, he's in the England squad. Uh, well, you know, this, this young man is having, uh, sort of a, uh, his ultimate wet dream fantasy has become real. <laughs> Without the ladies. Yeah, it,
4: it, is, it is a rags-to-riches story for uh, young Mr. Arnold. Uh, you know, I I, I I looked at him in the first leg against Roma, and he was outstanding. But when they went back to Rome, he did have a little bit of a rough game there. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how well he traveled. Uh, and I'm, I'm certainly... Uh, interested to see what Gareth Southgate's going to make of his performance because obviously, you know, throwing a young teenager into the uh, heat of a Champions League final and then followed by the World Cup will really be a test of his mettle. If he comes through, I think we're looking at possibly England's next ball back for the next 12 to 15 years.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned the Roma game, Nick, because uh, I think if you look at uh, the way that match went down, I, I don't know how much of that was Liverpool taking the foot off the gas. They had the goals. It was extremely unlikely they could get through. But you have to look at a player like Edin Dzeko, who really just ran Liverpool ragged in that match.
4: Yeah, I mean, a a big bruising centre forward, and and you would have thought that would be uh, Van Dijk's uh, bread and butter. So interesting to see Dzeko having so much success against the Reds, but then on on the other side of the, the coin, I mean, you could almost say to yourself, well, they did the job in the first leg, and perhaps there was a little edge taken off, and, and maybe they yeah. weren't completely on top of their game. So, uh, you would imagine that the concentration levels will be absolutely off the charts, though, in this one.
1: It was an interesting match, Nick, uh, to talk about the semi-final again against Roma, because and we have to go to break here, but Every time I, I think they took their foot off the gas and every time Roma scored and made it close, they just sort of put the foot on the gas a bit and scored again. Uh, even though I I think that match was a lot closer for those of us watching it than maybe those guys on the on the pitch. But it was an exciting one. Right, this is Fifth Street Soccer Nick Gieber and Nick Webster with you here on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. If you'd like to have a chat with us in the studio, give us a call, 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-PLAY. We are, of course, talking about the Champions League final, which is tomorrow. We're going to give you some of our picks and values tomorrow. Uh, uh, coming up in the next segment. As we look at some of the odds, go to see Sports.eu. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this.
3: 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992.
6: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California.
7: We're back on
1: History Soccer, Sports by Line, SB Nation Radio, Nick Gieber and Nick Webster with you as we break down tomorrow's big match in the Champions League. Of course, it is the final. It is the match for all the glory. The best club team in Europe, uh, we'll take a step and say the best club team in the world, will be decided tomorrow between Real Madrid and Liverpool Football Club in Kiev, in Ukraine. Not Russia, Ukraine. And not the Ukraine, I might add. Just Ukraine. Right, Nick? We've got to get our geography correct. Get your
4: geography correct. Otherwise, the uh, PC police will come down on you like a ton of bricks and send you off to the gulag.
1: Indeed they will, Nick. Indeed they will. Right. Interesting that I've been hearing uh, interviews with uh, Zinedine Zidane. And and if I might add, just to give a little shout-out to our former colleague, Keith Costigan, with Fox Sports, who's currently in Kiev, interviewing the managers prior to the match. It's fascinating to me to hear Zidane speak because here's a guy who, I think we'll all agree, has been very lucky as a manager, whose club season has been, well, ups and downs, I think, is the only way to put it. But there's a level of entitlement coming from Zidane's quotes, at least that I'm reading into it, that may make me wonder if maybe Madrid are going to come into this a little bit overconfident. Are you catching any of that, too?
4: Um, no, I, I think it's typical manager bravado. And if, if you're looking at any any manager, you know, uh, former player in the world, Zinedine Zidane has really cut the rug. I mean, he's won it all as a player, and now he's doing yeah. it again as a manager. I I, I just think that he has uh, a great deal of self-belief, and, and rightly so when you've been the best player in the world. And uh, I think he knows how to I know he knows how to navigate these high pressure situations probably better than anybody else.
1: Yeah, but you know, Nick, I mean Madrid were what, twenty twenty odd points off the pace of Barcelona this year in La Liga.
4: <laughs> Can it's you not... say the same about Liverpool?
1: Yeah, right, no, absolutely, but Liverpool don't come in with that same sort of bravado. It can be argued that Cristiano Ronaldo is a lot more of a goal poacher than he's ever been, that he's, he, as he's lost a little bit of pace uh, with some age, he's not quite the penetrating runner that he used to be, although I, I think that's a long argument. I actually think he's the best player in the world right now, without a doubt, in my mind. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it is fascinating. If If Madrid cannot stop the speed of the Red Arrows, they're going to be in trouble. It could end up being a goal fest. On the other hand, Nick, if they can stop that speed, it could be a game of very narrow margins.
4: Well, I I, I tend to lean towards the goal fest, and I I would just like to congratulate uh, Nick Gieber and myself for calling the FA Cup final correctly last weekend. We said it would be low scoring, and it was low scoring. I am now going to go the complete opposite direction and say that this could possibly be one of the highest scoring Champions League finals in history, because I really don't believe that neither team knows how to defend particularly well. Uh, <laughs> You're I think the right. over, the the over is, I believe, three, uh, and that leads me to believe that the, the bookies are, are, are feeling the same way we do. Um, no,
1: I'm looking at net, yeah, the over is three, right? Yeah.
4: yeah. So So uh, you know that. There's, there's a reason why they're going for three, and it, and it is because both these teams have so much attacking flair. Um, you know, it, it would be, it would be such a shame if the game all of a sudden, and we've seen these European finals as well, and, uh, you know, if, if you're listening at home, please don't be put off by us and not watch the game, but we've seen so many European finals, and if it doesn't happen in the first 20, 25 minutes, all of a sudden it gets cagey, it gets yeah. cat and no team wants to take a chance. But I really don't believe that either of these two teams, especially Liverpool, can play that way.
1: I don't. Liverpool can't afford a drawn-out tactical battle against Madrid. I think that is really playing to their weakness. They have to score goals. They have to put it in the back of the net. They have to make this a wide-open, gun-slinging shootout. If they don't, I don't see any way they win it.
4: No, I think if they, if they try and play a, a KG tactical battle against Real Madrid, uh, they, they will suffer. And I, I to be honest with you, I don't think it's in Jürgen Klopp's makeup to play a KG no. tactical battle when he was the manager of Borussia Dortmund. Uh, I mean, they were one of the most exciting teams in Europe couldn't defend to save their lives, but they would score a, a bunch of goals. And and the, the one time that uh, Klopp has been to the final with uh, Dortmund against uh, Bayern Munich in 2011, I believe, or 2013, I mean, they, they were going for the winner in the last five minutes of the game and got caught out by a sucker punch from Bayern yeah. Munich with Robin scoring in the last minute of the game. So I, that's, that's just Jurgen Klopp's make um, He's going to go for it. And to be honest with you, Nick, If Liverpool can win this game by playing the kind of football they've been playing all year long, Jurgen Klopp will be quite rightly regarded as one of the most exciting managers in world football.
1: Well, there is only one way that Liverpool can play this match, Nick. If you look at their squad, if you look at Madrid's squad, they have a lot more tactical options. And this is where I think it becomes easier in some regards for Zidane because he can look at what he knows Liverpool are going to come at him with and then he can adjust his lineup and, and formation as he as he sees fit. So it's, I, I think the onus is going to be more on Zidane and how does he respond but talking about playing a cagey game you, you, you can't play a team like with Ronaldo and Benzema and, our, uh, and the likes of Casemiro and Marcelo and Vasquez, I mean, you just can't play these types of players. Uh, Isco, Tony Cruz, Luka Modric. I mean, there's so many weapons that uh, Zidane can put on the pitch. You just have to make it the gunfight at the OK Corral.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I really agree with you on that point because it, it doesn't matter. If, you know, you can could, you could have nine, ten Real Madrid players not exactly having a great day, but what, just one of them alone is enough to beat you. Whereas you look at the Liverpool team, obviously Salah comes immediately to mind. Mane has the possibility to chip in. Mainfield doesn't score a great deal of goals, and then from midfield, ah, uh, you know, if, if Henderson or Wijnaldum actually pop up with a goal, we'd be really surprised. I mean, I, I, I'd be, I'd be uh, more, more inclined to think that Robertson will come up and, yeah. and create and score a goal than than that midfield three. So. That's where that's where Liverpool have got to be so careful and, and so yeah. alert. Is that yes you can have Ronaldo in your pocket. Yes, Gareth Bale's not doing anything. Yes, Benzema's not doing anything. But then up steps Marcelo from left back to in from 40 yards.
1: Yeah, on the uh, uh, and, and I agree there, Nick. But on the other hand, I think it works well for Liverpool. They have got KG James Milner there in the right of mid. Now he's no world beater. Don't get me wrong, but he's very very experienced player. One of the best positional players, I think you can see in a long time. That's going to be a big help, and that's going to certainly help to slow down Marcelo. I think.
4: Well, the physicality point of view is 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 an interesting one, and uh, it'll, it'll be it'll be curious to see how the referee and you know we don't like to talk about the referees in these big games, but there is a there is a difference in style of play and physicality yeah. between Spain and England. You know, yeah. the English players will go in you know, really, really hard now, will the referee go, oh, I don't like this, and start calling free kicks and, and, and take Liverpool out of their rhythm? Or will he be of the nature to say, you know, this is the final, I'm going to let things go, I'm going to let the players play? And if, if that happens and the Liverpool uh, style goes into effect and they're physical and they're fast, and I think advantage Liverpool.
1: I agree, Nick. Uh, that is a great point you bring up because, and I do want to stress this to our listeners, if you're, If you're not a regular watcher of uh, European football, there are such differences in the refereeing style between what Liverpool play week in and week out in the Premier League, which is a much higher-paced, much more physical game than played probably anywhere else in Europe, as opposed to what's played in Spain and certainly what's officiated in the Champions League, where it tends to be more protection for the players, the referees will make more stoppage of play, they won't allow nearly as much physical contact. If the ref lets this be a wide-open game, lets a fiscal play go, uh, and referees it Premier League style, definitely advantage Liverpool. If every every time a player is whispered on, he falls over and the free kick's given, uh, definitely advantage Madrid.
4: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there, 100%. So, uh, you know, we don't want to see the referee taking charge of the game and spoiling it for everybody, but I think... Uh, you know, it's something that Jürgen Klopp's probably spoken to his players about. They're very aware of it. And I'm sure Zinedine Zidane has said to his players, listen, first first piece of heavy contact you get, fall down, roll around, and let's see what kind of mood the referees in today.
1: Yeah. And uh, with some of those players, they specialize in that a little bit. So it will be <laughs> interesting. <laughs> you know which ones I mean, right?
4: Oh, Nicholas Gieber, really.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll wait and see how that comes. But... I I don't know how much uh, how big of a uh influence the referee's going to be but it is certainly a wild card one that uh one that you can't discount discount when you're looking at some of the values going on right now here and as I mentioned uh right now to win it outright Liverpool plus 135 a slight dog Madrid p- minus 155 it it's really 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 tight I I'm looking at some of the other bets here. 90 minutes plus stoppage, nil-nil. This is interesting. 90 minutes, 90 minutes plus stoppage time is paying r- right now Fifth, plus 15.75, Nick, for a nil-nil. And I think everybody's agreeing with us. This is going to be a bit of a golf fest. Right. Fifth Street, Fifth Street Sports Soccer. Nick Giebert, Nick Webster with you here on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio. We do have to step aside and take a break, which we're going to do. I think we actually got a few more seconds than I thought. So, Nick, uh, before we uh, step aside and take a break, I don't think plus 1575 is good value.
4: Uh, me neither. I think what we should do in the, in the next segment is look at the uh, the value on goal scorers. What is Salah and what is Cristiano Ronaldo to open scoring and perhaps even banging a brace or two?
1: All right. Well, let's think about that. Now we are going to step aside and take a break.
4: We'll be right back
1: on Sports Byline SB Nation Radio.
8: A bedtime story. You know how 9 out of 10 couples prefer a different mattress firmness? Yeah, what's with the 10th couple? Maybe
0: they've never known smart sleep.
8: Or maybe they've never felt comfort like this. Well,
0: they don't have a bed that adjusts on both sides to their ideal firmness, comfort, and support. their Sleep Number 7. We should help them. Good thing
8: we got great sleep. 10th couple,
0: we got you!
8: Does
6: your bed do that? Right now, during our
8: semi-annual sale, it's the last chance to find final clearance savings on the Queen C4 mattress, only ten ninety nine. Save $500, our lowest price ever, and soon. For more details and to find a store near you, go to sleepnumber.com.
2: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store for O'Reilly Universal pre antifreeze and coolant for only $6.99 a gallon. Protect your engine from overheating with O'Reilly Universal pre antifreeze and coolant, now $6.99 a gallon at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, oh, oh,
7: O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
5: In my yard, I'm a grill master.
7: But weeds have invaded this backyard barbecue kingdom. With Scott's Turf Builder Weed and Feed, you can thicken your lawn and kill over 50 pesky weeds guaranteed. Because Scott's Weed Grip technology is twice as effective on dandelions and clover as it used to be. So you can defeat invaders and green up your grass.
5: It's my secret recipe for a great looking lawn.
7: This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up a bag of Scott's Weed and Feed today.
1: The U.S. Senior Open Championship returns to Colorado Springs during the Broadmoor Centennial Celebration. Don't miss your chance to see Tom Watson, Fred Couples, Davis Love III, Kenny Perry, Bernhard Langer, and John Daly as they compete for the most sought-after title in the senior game. Ticket prices start at just $20.
0: Get yours today at 2018USSeniorOpen.com.
1: Welcome back, Fifth Street Soccer, Sports Byline, SP Nation Radio. Nick Eber, and Nick Webster. We are discussing the Champions League final, which takes place to, uh, tomorrow. Twelve. Uh, it takes place at twelve Pacific. That is three PM Eastern Time, and I believe you can watch it on uh, Fox Sports. Is it on the Big Fox or Fox Sports One, Nick?
4: It's on the Big Fox. It's on it's the Big on Fox.
1: And they're actually sending a crew out to Kiev, which is shocking. Given that they are sending very few people to uh, Russia for the World Cup,
4: yeah, typical fox, you never know what they're going to do
1: no, that is so true, all right, Nick, uh, you were mentioning the uh, some of the prop bets here for the Champions League. You were talking about some of the player multi props and uh, I've gone on to another good uh, another fine sponsors sponsor of ours and um, another site we recommend highly, not just because they're a sponsor of ours but because they are a reputable, honest site where you can go to make bets. Uh, we talked about BetanySports.eu. By the way, if you go there right now and you use the code Fist Street, you'll get a 50% bonus on your deposit, up to $1,000. Another site we use is WagerWeb, similar code, Fist Street, similar bonus, 50% cash bonus you're going to get on your deposit there. And right now, if you go to WagerWeb, you can put some player props out. Uh, first goal scorer, Nick Webster. Right now, the favorite for the first goal scorer is Cristiano Ronaldo. He's playing plus. Plus two seventy-five uh, on the Liverpool side. The first goal scorer, Mohamed Salah, is plus three thirty-five. Uh, interestingly enough, Gareth Bale, uh, plus five fifty. Nick, I think uh, it's tough to know, but it might be worth a bet on both those big names. What do you think?
4: Yeah, no, I I, I really like both those bets. Actually, uh, I think uh, that they both they both have you know pretty good value when you consider that they are goal-scoring machines especially in the Champions League and as we've seen from Cristiano Ronaldo he does have a habit of scoring in the big games Uh, and it's not by accident and obviously you know Salah has been just on fire all season long so uh, I I like those guys and uh, I think uh, for an outside bet Gareth Bale uh, could be interesting although I wouldn't have him as the first goal scorer for sure
1: well, especially there's a good chance he might not actually make the lineup, yeah. depending on the formation that uh, Zidane plays. Nick, I want to just change uh, our approach for a second and talk about the FA Cup final. We can come back to the Champions League final in a minute, but uh, this is my sort of inability to have any sort of logical thought process here. Uh, last week we spoke a little bit about uh, Mourinho and his sort of uh serial trophy winning history and the fact that he might not play the nicest football and uh, and and maybe just maybe he's a, he he's a jerk and but he wins well what happens when you don't win then
4: well when you don't win uh in in most uh eras of football you you get fired uh Mourinho will not get fired um uh, but uh You'd have to say that the the dredge served up by Chelsea and, and Manchester United uh, last weekend was, I mean, really quite an affront to football, if you ask me.
1: Nick, it was a game, a horror game. Yes, it was boring. Yeah. It was slow. It was just awful.
4: It, no, it, just it, it, it awful, was just an awful. awful game. Yeah, uh, and 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 really not not an advert for. The beautiful game, but uh, you know we had two managers in Antonio Conte and uh, Jose Mourinho, who really don't give a rat's ass about the beautiful game. They they just they just care about winning. Um, And so in in Conte's favour, you know he's he's done what he was required to do.
1: He has two teams that I don't think were particularly interesting or good. Now on the other hand, here in the Champions League final, we have two great teams. Certainly, I think Liverpool were the most exciting team in the Premier League, even more exciting for me than Manchester City, uh, and Real Madrid. You know, I want to ask the same question for you, uh, for you, though, Nick. What happens if Real Madrid don't win this match? They didn't win La Liga. They didn't win the Champions League. Is this is Zidane's last chance?
4: Uh, well, I mean, I, I, you know, they they were they were talking about it being his last chance uh, earlier in the season when uh, Real Madrid was struggling so mightily in La Liga. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, you'd have to say that'd be absolutely brutal, wouldn't it? Get your team oh, yeah. to the Champions League final for the fourth time in five years and get sacked for it. Um, so I, I, I believe that Zinedine Zidane has built up enough uh, goodwill, although you know goodwill doesn't seem to count for a lot in, at the Bernabeu. But yeah, he's, he's built up enough goodwill that sh- should should Liverpool come home with the trophy, Zidane will be safe for another year. However, saying that, you know that that next year would have to be trophy laden, otherwise he would be in serious trouble.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the sort of pressures you get uh, with uh, managing a huge team like that, Nick. Give me your take on the final score here of this Champions League final match because I'm looking at some of the correct score prop bets for this match and they are very interesting.
4: I actually like, wait for it, I'm going to go, oh, my head and my heart. Oh, they're in in a big battle right now, Mr. Diva. Uh, They are in a huge battle. I'm going to have to say, and I don't like to say it, 2-2 Madrid on penalties.
1: Oh, that is brutal. 2-2 Madrid on penalties. So you think it's going to go to uh, penalties? Well, uh, interestingly enough, Nick, if it ends 2-2, this is uh, the correct score for regulation time. Uh, currently, that is going to pay, and I'm going to tell you what uh, 2-2 will hear, uh, plus 850. It's so not bad, huh? It's not too shabby. Interestingly enough, a 3-3 is plus 2,500. I don't think so, Nick. I think, for me, this is going to end in regulation, and and I'm really thinking this is going to be possibly a 3-2 scoring extravaganza for a final. And, by the way, if you're listening to me say that, and you're saying, well, 3-2 doesn't sound like all that many goals. First of all, five five goals in a football match is, is a fair number. Second of all, most cup finals, because they're one match, They are a little bit more cagey. Teams are a little bit more, uh, you know, restrained until later on in the match. So you don't get these sort of wide-open matches, unless, of course, you're talking about Liverpool and Real Madrid. I'm going to say 3-2 Liverpool, and right now that's plus 2,000, Nick.
4: Well, you you would say 3-2 Liverpool, being that you are a true red at heart, are... Well, I I I hope I hope that you have the courage of your convictions and you have a hundred dollars handy and slap that down because that would be a bumper payday, Mr. Gieber.
1: It really would. Uh, these prop bets are so much fun. You've got to be careful with them, by the way. If you're betting, first of all, if you're doing any sports betting, number one, you need to be careful. I want to just reiterate that. Uh, don't spend more money than you have uh, allocated for your entertainment dollars, because that's what it is. Uh, only the true professionals. Manage to make a living out of this, and even then I think the stress involved with it is pretty insane. So, be responsible about this. Put a little dosh on, 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 on a number of different bets. Hedge yourself out here a bit. Don't put it all on one. Don't say, Liverpool's gonna win three, three, two, I'm putting, I'm putting my life savings on it. Well that's, you know, that's a big mistake. So, be responsible. Those are some of the odds. You can find them online. You can find them at betanysports.eu. You can find them at wagerweb.com go there put in the code Fist street you'll get a bonus on your deposit it's a lot of fun to do again be responsible be clever be sane and enjoy the match you know nick if i put my heart aside and i try to look at this from an uh, from an analyst standpoint i still have difficulty in comprehending just how madrid are going to handle the pace of liverpool of course it requires liverpool to play at that pace you mentioned Mane. Mane, to me, is a critical player on the Liverpool squad. There are times when he's absolutely spot on, and then there are times when you don't even see him out there when he's playing. They cannot afford to have Mane disappear in this match. He has to be there. He has to be having that engine running at all time, using his physical strength and speed. If they all do that, Nick, I, you know, watching the... Uh, The Madrid Bayern Munich game were two, two, that's, that was the semi-final before, or the final obviously, it's how Madrid got here. Those are two of arguably the best teams in the world. But after having watched Liverpool Roma and I watched those matches, it really looked like they were being played in slow motion, Nick. And I, again, I just scratched my head. I don't know how they're gonna handle it. Well, uh,
4: in Sergio Ramos they have Perhaps one of the most experienced and ruthless defenders in all of football. Um, how many times has he been sent off in his Real Madrid career? 15 times, I believe. Um, yeah,
1: I thought 12 or 15. Was, yeah.
4: Yeah. No, no, number 16 could be this Saturday if he's, uh, if he's really exposed by the pace of Liverpool. I think the, the key, obviously, for, Z- for Zidane is to not let Liverpool counter at pace. So to prevent them from doing that, as soon as they lose the ball, I expect Real Madrid to foul immediately.
1: You think they're going to just be a slash-em-dash-em type of game for Madrid? They're going to do everything they can to slow them down.
4: They've got to slow them down. It's going to be some shirt pulling, little tugs, little ankle taps. Um, Don't be surprised to see the full gamut of gamesmanship by the beautiful team of Real Madrid.
1: Well that's interesting because that's really going to put a lot of pressure on the officials then I mean do you think the officials are going to have the guts to send off a player like sergio ramos
4: well we've we've spoken about the officials and and, uh, and hopefully you know this is the only time we're going to talk about them in, in this in this preview uh i I think you know when you when you get to this level of the game as, as an official then you are prepared to make the big decision and we've we've seen it from uh from a lot you know i, I, I can Recall, uh, you know, Mark Clattenburg, certain certainly English officials make it, making the big call. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to see what happens next. You know, I mean, I hope we're not talking about the referee come uh, next Friday.
1: Well, and, and I hope that that's, um, that's the way it goes for the World Cup. I mean, this is, this is a big thing. We're going to have to do this for the World Cup, Nick. We're going to have to do an absolute... Uh, uh, complete analysis of of the officials. By the way, no English officials at the World Cup whatsoever. I thought that was interesting.
4: Yeah, that that is an interesting one because generally they have been considered the best of the bunch. Uh, maybe not this time around. Um, so maybe maybe FIFA's trusting more in the uh, the VAR system, the virtual assistant referee. Uh and that that will be a couple of shows just on its own talking about how that's going to be implemented and and how the uh, the referees who haven't actually used this system are going to find using it on the biggest stage of all.
1: Well, the head referee is going to be Milorad Macic, who's a Serbian. He's going to officiate the final. He's been a referee since 2009. Uh, and he's going to be joined by Milovan Ristik and Dalibor Dudovic as assistant referees, and then a couple of Frenchmen as the assistant referee, uh, as the sideline refs. Um, oh, the, the
4: sideline refs? Don't you mean the sideline spectator?
1: Yeah, the fourth official's uh, Clément Turpin. Um, Yeah, on the other hand, you know, Serbian football's a little rougher, Nick. Serbian football's a little rougher.
4: Yeah, I mean, it it could be a good good call for the Reds, you know, to have have a a referee come from a country that, you know, I think admires physical football, while at the same time, uh, you know, obviously Serbia have produced some fantastic players over the years as well. So, you know, I... The first five minutes of the game usually tells the tale of how the ref's going to call it. You know, if he's calling sticky tack in those first couple of minutes, you know you're probably in for a long night as a referee. But if he, if you don't really hear his whistle and the, and the players just get on with it, then, uh, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be an interesting thing to see.
1: That'll be advantage Liverpool. All right, this street sports soccer, sports byline SB nation radio, Nick Geeber and Nick Webster with you. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Fist Street Sports Talk. You can find us on the web at FistStreetSports.com. And uh, we are always on Twitter at Sports. Be sure to reach out to us. That's a great way to continue the discussion. That's the Champions League final. It's tomorrow. It's noon Pacific, three Eastern time on Fox. Be sure to tune in as Liverpool and Real Madrid will face off for all the marbles. We'll be right back to wrap it up here right after this.
3: Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003.
2: Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates, and your tax problems are solved. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940.
0: If you are age 85 or younger...
1: And we're back with Street Soccer Sports Fireline, SB Nation Radio. Nick but Nick Webster. We're going to wrap up the show. Nick, last thoughts about the Champions League final of tomorrow?
4: Last thoughts are uh, I simply want a beautiful game of football. Uh, you know, I mean, yes, I'm English and, you know, hankering for Liverpool to win. But at the end of the day, if we see a 4-3 spectacular with Ronaldo banging in the winner, ripping off his shirt and flexing his 6 pack I will be just as happy all we want is an advert for the beautiful game.
1: Yeah, I'm with you Nick. Uh obviously for me the Liverpool sixth European Cup would be massive. As a Liverpool supporter my whole life it would be a absolutely incredible achievement. I I, I remember Ist- Istanbul so well a very meaningful moment in my sports fandom. Really uh, an incredible event. Now that was a match for the ages. This one has the possibilities to eclipse that in terms of excitement. Will they do it? Won't they do it? Real Madrid going for what is it, Nick? Number 13?
4: Yes. Unlucky 13 for Madrid.
1: Yes, and possibly lucky six for Liverpool. I do want Liverpool to win, but I do think this will be a great match. Listen, if if you watch one club football match of the year... This should be it. This is the match you want to watch. So tune into Fox at noon Pacific, 3pm Eastern, and tune into Fifth Street Sports tomorrow on this very network at 2pm Pacific, 5pm Eastern. We'll talk about the matches as it went down. And next Friday, Fifth Street Soccer will start looking, Nick and I will start looking at our World Cup picks, getting you ready to make a fortune during this year's World Cup. For me, Nick Gieber, and my host, Nick Webster, we're going to uh, go off and get ready for the big match,
4: right, Nick? Yes, we are. I'm heading down to pub right now.
1: All right, we'll have one on me. Hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to find us on Twitter at Fist Street Sports, Facebook, Fist Street Sports Talk, on the web at Fistfreetsports.com. Till next week.
4: Well, we're there for to you. I'm Chad.
3: USA Radio News.
7: At least three people were injured at a middle school shooting today just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. The suspect is in custody. That's according to the Indiana State Police spokesman. Before boarding Marine One today, President Trump did not rule out meeting with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un.
5: We're going to see what We're talking to them now. Uh, it was a very nice statement that put out. We'll see what happens. No, no, we'll see what happens. It could even be the 12th.
7: Today in Manhattan, Harvey Weinstein was arraigned on rape and sexual assault charges. He will post the $1 million bail and wear an electronic monitor. Benjamin Brofman is Weinstein's attorney. We believe that at the end of the process, Mr. Weinstein will be exonerated. Uh, someone inside asked me how Mr. Weinstein feels this morning, and my response was, as well as can be expected when you are accused of a crime that you vehemently deny having committed. This is USA Radio News.
0: a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of
3: all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Call now. 800 635 6303. 800 635 6303. That's 800 635 6303. Double benefits listed may be available on all no players for a single benefit package. Enrollment to the described plan type may be limited to certain times of the year unless you qualify for special enrollment period. No obligation to enroll.
7: Facebook's imposing new rules on certain types of ads it runs. USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes has the details.
2: Facebook announcing all election related and issue ads in the US on both Facebook and Instagram must now be clearly labeled as such, including disclosures appearing at the top of the ads to reveal who paid for them. Ads coming from specific candidates have already included the disclosure labels since October. Facebook had said it was going to require that of issue ads from outside parties as well, but didn't provide the details until Thursday when the expanded requirements all- also took effect. Advertisers need to verify with Facebook via mail that they reside in the U.S. before they're permitted to run political ads targeted at Americans.
7: United Airlines announced it had reached a resolution with the family whose French bulldog puppy died after being placed in an overhead bin. The puppy died in March after the flight attendant forced the pet's owner to put the animal in the overhead bin, which United said is against company policy. This is USA Radio News. The
0: following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. Our company specializes in low-cost SR-22 auto insurance. We know that mistakes happen and offer free quotes for very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying, high-risk driver. The quote is free, and we'll handle the filing so you can start saving money. Call 800-758-0725. 800-758-0725. 800-758-0725.
7: Today, President Trump delivered the commencement address at the U.S. Naval Academy. Let's take a listen to a portion of his comments.
5: Among our graduates today will be 283 naval aviators, 134 submariners, 256 surface warfare officers, 70 restricted line officers, and 15 Explosive Ordnance Disposal Officers, 236 United States Marines, and 35 very tough, very well-conditioned Navy SEALs. Together you are the tip of the spear, the edge of the blade, and the front of the shield defending and protecting our great country. You know, there is no mission our pilots can't handle. There is no hill our Marines can't take. And there is no stronghold the SEALs can't breach. There is no sea the Navy can't brave. And there is no storm the American sailor can't conquer.
6: For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg.